Welcome to the Mastivize Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. Today is June 9th. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by Sean Hooley. Today we'll talk about Avano's medical sale of its respiratory health business to SunMed, a new study from Imperative Care that supports its stroke treatment, and the first human cases of obvious robotic CERTA access system. First, how are you doing, Sean? What's your take on the news today? I'm doing well, and uh, it's some really interesting stuff, some cool studies or first clinical cases for some products, some interesting business moves. It's uh, a good news day. Glad to glad to be here to hash it out. Yeah, let's just get right into it. What's the first thing that we should know for the day? The first thing is that Obvious Robotics completed the first human cases with its CERTA access system. It's the first time I've come across this company, but it appears to be another advancement in image-guided robot-assisted surgery. So always keen to learn more about those. So what is the CERTA access system? Well, CERTA was designed to combine image guidance and precise targeted needle placement. It's a handheld device that enables clinicians to quickly and reliably identify target structures like blood vessels, and they can rapidly gain access for procedures like central venous catheter placement in the subclavian and jugular veins. Clinicians can access these structures just with the push of a button on the device using a proprietary targeting system and needle assembly. And in the initial cases, the team reported just a median access time of under three minutes. So it seems like a pretty effective device in the early stages here. We've talked about robotic-assisted surgery before, and it's just this topic where companies are striving to develop solutions that improve surgical precision and just kind of lighten the load for doctors and surgeons. What do doctors think about this technology? Well, Dr. William Cohn, who is the chief medical officer at Obvious Robotics and the inventor of the system, said that we know early central venous catheter insertion yields the best results in reducing mortality and hospitalization in acutely ill ICU and ER patients. And CERTA enables clinicians of various levels of experience to quickly and reliably treat those patients. And in doing so, it democratizes and standardizes a common procedure that today requires a certain level of skill and experience. So again, yeah, it's all about simplifying the process, taking the load off doctors and getting people healthy. What else should we know for the day? A study supported the stroke treatment from imperative care. So it's a small sample size for this study uh, compared to some of the other ones we'll talk about later, but some significantly positive results for imperative care. So what is the device that they did this study on? It's the Zoom RDL, and it's the first radial access platform developed specifically for treating ischemic stroke. It's an alternative option to femoral access in treating stroke patients and can help to enable the best possible outcome based on individual patients anatomy, which is definitely a trend that I think we're seeing is that these devices and these solutions are aimed at individualized care. So it has an extended hydrophilic coating, optimized dilator, and a long distal flexible segment comprised this entire system that helps treat stroke. Interesting. And what did the data from this study show? So results from 29 patients undergoing neurointerventional procedures indicated that the system offers technical feasibility and effectiveness for these complex procedures, and it has low complication rates. Company set out a primary outcome measure of successful access to the target vessel without needing to convert a different guide catheter or transfemoral access. Results ended up showing success in this outcome in 90% or 26 out of 29 of the cases. And they specifically looked at nine stroke patients and it was 100% successful. All nine patients achieved that outcome. And what do doctors think of this stroke treatment technology? Well, Dr. Tarek Kashout, 
the uh, lead author of the study said that adoption of the transradial access for neurointerventional procedures is at an early phase with the need for additional data supporting its use. One reason behind limited adoption, especially in mechanical thrombectomy, has been the lack of a purpose-built access catheter. Zoom RDL fulfills this need as the first radial access catheter platform built specifically for stroke with an inner diameter that accommodates large bore aspiration catheters and the provided ability to navigate the intracranial ICA from the radial artery. I mean, stroke remains a significant health concern globally and advances in treatment approaches are crucial for reducing the burden of this condition and improving patient quality of life. So very interesting technology. Looks like we have some news from AliveCore next. Yep. AliveCore and I believe it would, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, Lushi partnered on a heart clinic in a box. So feels like I say this every episode, but it's another great example of how med tech companies are applying seemingly everyday technologies to health. And what will that collaboration do? Effectively, it's an integration of technologies between the two companies. Lushi develops remote patient monitoring and virtual ward offerings. Its virtual heart clinic prompts patients to take measures of vital signs that are automatically analyzed to detect abnormalities, resulting in an improved patient experience and more time to care for the clinical teams. AliveCore, a company we've covered for a while, develops six-lead ECG technology that uses AI and machine learning to monitor the heart and help diagnose similar abnormalities that the virtual heart clinic is going to be taking a look at. Interesting. And what is the end goal of this partnership? The company's aim to, as they say, revolutionize cardiac care by enabling the delivery of high quality remote patient monitoring. They want to provide cardiologists with a comprehensive, easy to use remote cardiac monitoring app. We've said it before, remote healthcare and remote monitoring of health conditions kind of reduces the inequities in healthcare. So it's always interesting to see these kinds of partnerships. How optimistic are executives at both of the companies about this partnership? Unsurprisingly, very optimistic. Uh, Chris Shelford, the International Marketing Director at AliveCore, said that Lucy's vir- virtual heart clinic in partnership with AliveCore will further drive the transformation of cardiac care delivery, making it accessible and convenient for patients while reducing the burden on healthcare systems. Lucy co-founder Dr. Joris Jansen said AliveCore's cutting-edge ECG technology complements the company's widely used remote patient monitoring and virtual ward service, and they are proud to join forces. Speaking of healthcare systems, looks like we have another study. That's right. ResMed study, or actually a combination of two studies, showed how PAP, or positive airway pressure adherence, reduces hospitalization. So ResMed is one of the leaders in the sleep respiratory therapy space, especially after what's gone on at Philips, which we've covered at length. But this is just another sort of feather in the cap for ResMed as it continues to demonstrate how effective the technology can be. What did the initial study demonstrate? Well, the studies essentially showed that patients on PAP therapy experience better outcomes when they adhere to their therapy, which kind of sounds obvious, but the numbers that we'll get to will back it up. It basically demonstrated reductions in hospitalizations and emergency room visits, as well as costs, thanks to that adherence. And can you break down those key data points a little more? That's right. So, One study evaluated people with heart failure and obstructive sleep apnea, or OSA. In total, nearly 1,500 people split down the middle between PAP adherent and non-adherent patients showed that people with OSA and systolic heart failure who remained adherent to their PAP therapy had 24% fewer ER visits, and they also incurred 40% lower costs related to hospitalizations and ER visits over one year. The other study evaluating almost 2,000 people, again, split exactly down the middle between the two adherence levels, demonstrated 
calculated that PAP adherent people with OSA and diastolic heart failure had 36% fewer ER visits and 57% fewer hospitalizations while incurring 18% lower related costs over one year. Interesting. It sounds like it kind of reinforces the need for healthcare professionals to educate patients about the importance of adherence to this PAP therapy and highlights the potential impact on reducing these healthcare costs and improving patient well-being by adhering to the PAP therapy guidelines. What did researchers conclude? So the lead author, Fatima Sert Kuniyashi, and a ResMed clinical researcher, as well as lead author, I should say, said that since three of four people with heart failure also have sleep apnea, these findings underscore the significant role PAP treatment plays in keeping people healthy and out of the hospital. So they hope that it leads to a greater emphasis on PAP prescription and monitoring for the sake of patients, but as well as for hospitals and ERs that would otherwise require added beds and resources to care for them. And the last bit of news we have on the docket today is a little bit of financial news. That's right. So Avanos Medical sold its respiratory health business to SunMed. We've seen a bit of a trend in, as far as consolidation in medtech as companies seem to be narrowing their focus on what they believe is their best path to growth. And just another example of that today. Definitely. And what did the company attribute this sale to? The company said that its respiratory business divestiture is a key component of its three-year transformation process aimed at focusing its portfolio, as I mentioned, on markets where it feels well-positioned to succeed. So evidently, respiratory health is not that type of market for them. And SunMed evidently believes that they can utilize that business instead. And what are some of the financial details of that deal? So the transaction includes substantially all assets primarily used in the respiratory health business, including fixed assets, inventory, intangible assets, and long-term leases for two manufacturing facilities in Mexico. There were no financial terms disclosed uh, in the news release, but the company's plan to share additional details of the transaction in a couple of weeks during an investor presentation. So this kind of exemplifies the dynamic nature of the medical device industry where companies continuously assess their product portfolios to align with market demands and enhance overall competitiveness. What does Avano's medical plan to do with the proceeds from this sale? The company said the plans for the proceeds are just to enhance its balance sheet flexibility while also potentially adding more capacity to deploy capital for M&A efforts in core categories and markets. So while they're divesting one business unit, they may be looking to add on some more in areas that they feel they can push forward. All right. That's all the news that we have for today. Thank you for coming on again and giving us all your expertise. We had some interesting news today, as you said. So it's great having you here. Happy to do it. And as always for the listener, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H, and the same name on LinkedIn. Where can the listeners find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mastivize Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us Tuesday for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.